What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Lisa, don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's my opinion! He will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of it. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Close your legs to married men, trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? What's up, guys, and welcome to a very, very special Morally Corrupt. You know you can find us on the Ring of Reality feed. We are in the middle of BravoCon, and I have to say this. And joining me, let me just say, let me just introduce, because you know I can never do these things by myself. Chelsea Stark-Jones is here. Jody Walker's here. Devin's here. And guest who will pop in, <laughs> in and out, is Megan Croft, <laughs> the one and only. But here's the thing. Nobody does it like we do. Every year, this is how it is. We sit in the middle of BravoCon. We pull out our microphones. We pull out our recorders. And we give you exclusive content that nobody else is giving. We don't... We don't go to a hotel room or a lobby or a media room. We get it done. You can hear the voices, the whispers, the spirits of BravoCon in the midst of us. Guys, ladies, welcome. How does it feel to be here? Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. I will say my good attitude kicked in when I hit the bazaar, which is where we're sitting now. Rachel gave such such a visceral image, but I don't know if people can tell that we are sitting in the darkest, dankest corner of the bazaar on like terrible hotel chairs, <laughs> but it's great. It's where we need to be. The bazaar has everything, including every liquor started by the housewives. And I had promised, so sorry, Rachel, Aaron, just last week that I would try her mezcal. So I tried it. Then I realized I should take a picture. So I tried it again for the picture. Then Chelsea came over and she said, oh, you're not going to try this with me? So then I had a third one. And then good attitude kicked right in. <laughs> and how was the mezcal? 
you know, it's hard to mess up mezcal. I actually really like mezcal. We love mezcal. We love mezcal. Clearly. You're morally correct. We love mezcal. <laughs> we are mezcal girlies. Um, it was good. It wasn't as smoky as I would have preferred it to be, but it was a good. It was smooth. I didn't want to. You know, I don't like taking shots. So taking it straight was actually not as bad as I thought it was. It was going mellow. To be. It was it was mellow and it depends what you like. I like a little more smoke as well. Now I will say producer Devin then encouraged me to try every alcohol at the bazaar. So I did, because I'm easily influenced. <laughs> uh so then I hit then I hit Dorinda's Blue Manor whiskey. And they were offer offering magic number three samples at a time. So I tried all three. Um, and then I floated right into the VPR panel. <laughs> but I will say the whiskey was good. Okay. I was impressed. Love that for Dorenda. Thank Let's, goodness I didn't find another one. No, thank goodness you didn't. But next time, just tell us. We'll pick up We'll pick up where you left off. Thank you. Tomorrow. Like, we yes, have tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, I have panels tomorrow, so I better not Come be on. on. Okay. Okay. Come I'm easily influenced too. Um, okay. Before we dig into the panels, because we've had a day. We're sitting in the bazaar, and that's one thing. We've had a day going to panels. I love that we talked about our attitudes coming in and how they were, you know, not the best, not the excitement we had, but we're, we're there now because Megan and I arrived at the same time. We got here and we were like, okay, let's see what happens. We come in the area. We, when we walk in, we have no idea where we are. We're like, gosh, there aren't a lot of people mm -hmm. around. Like what's happening here? And then we walk up, we see some people and we walk towards it. And Megan's like, we are in the back of the shot of Dorinda and Marlo Hampton. We are not supposed to be here. <laughs> we are in the way. <laughs> walk onto like, there, there are literally signs everywhere that say, you are being filmed behind this. Oh, yeah. And we, we walk into it and it's like, hello, welcome to BravoCon. And we were like skipping through the rest of the way. <laughs> but that's the thing about BravoCon. It's like you're part of, you know, the Bravo celebrities are supposed to be here, but we make it BravoCon. You know, the fans make it BravoCon. And you do just kind of, we've all talked about this. This year has a different feel. Despite our bad attitudes coming in, a lot of improvements have been made. Absolutely. Yeah. It's bigger. There's more space. I feel like I am just running into Bravo Leopardies left and right. It feels like Disney World even more so in a good way where you're just like running into Goofy. It's I don't things are going well. Dare I say well. It is Friday. Saturday's always crazier. We did see a lot of Bravo Leopardies on the floor and I was only on in the bazaar for about 10-15 minutes. I saw four or five different Bravo Lebs and it was it was and they're saying hi, they're taking pictures. Who did you see? Um, I saw Shannon Bedore. Mm -hmm. I saw... Oh, who else no. did you see, Chelsea? I saw my spirit animal, Madison LaCroix. Um, listener, <laughs> listener, you have never heard a sound come out of someone's mouth like the sound that came out of Chelsea's mouth when she saw Madison. Can she you said, give it? Sure can. It was happening before I knew it. I hadn't even spotted a whiff of blonde hair and Chelsea went, Madison! <laughs> And I Madison, didn't know you had such a love for her. Madison, Chelsea is crying. <laughs> Madison whipped her head around and spotted Chelsea, and she said, "Hey, <laughs> like we were old like friends. their best friends." Yeah, it was great. It was probably the highlight of my day. Next is talking to Andy Cohen. Yeah, it yeah. was. I it was far away from Yeah, no, she met your hero in real life, your Shiro. Yeah, she was fantastic. Yes, met her last year. She was gracious. We DM each other every once in a while. Oh. So I like to think she recognized me. She did. She, I saw she did. a hint. Of recognition in her eyes absolutely she thank god you hey, were there to everybody thank god you were there to help like fill in the blanks it was kind of Chelsea away before <laughs> she physically touched her absolutely 
Chelsea. My gosh, I love Madison too. <laughs> I do too. I, I I do too. So I don't know how I would react. But that, but that, but that's what's cool about this place is there's so many people here. But you turn a corner and you can run into Shep, Craig. We were over there getting Megan and I were over there getting um bites. And all of a sudden, people like the doors open and people scream, and it's um, Dolores. Oh, yes. Well, that's how it works in the bazaar is you hear screams sort of come up from the hallways like a geyser, and you just follow it. And then yeah. Ariana and Katie are there. Or so I saw a lot of VPR. Yes, in the I was in the press room for all of the day. And we are also set up near the VIP area. So a lot of people are coming in and out of there. So I would hear people screaming. Terry Debro had people chanting his name, which I thought was fascinating. Uh, they loved him. They loved Heather. I was surprised by the squeals that Heather got as well. Uh, Heather had a redemption. Yeah, People felt people sorry for loved him. Heather. And Craig, everyone loves Everybody Pillow loves King. Craig. Oh my gosh. He looks, he looks, he looks better. Great. He looks From good. 2022 to 2023, there have been some major improvements with Craig. Now, as we, we're going to pop into the panels, I just want to tell this one embarrassing story. As we are um, pulling up to the talent entrance, we didn't realize it was the talent entrance till we saw the crowd of people standing there. It's where they drop everybody off. So it's thank right God there. we pulled up in an Uber black. Okay, we didn't know. So Megan and I pull up, we get out the car, we're standing right next to the crowd and a couple of people are like, and there's a car in front of us, okay? So a couple of people are like, Rachel, Rachel. And so I'm like, you know, like kind of like just wave a couple of like, put my head down. And then there's any, like the crowd cheers. So for 10 seconds, I'm like, oh, it must have passed through the crowd. Mm, that you've Guys, arrived. That I've arrived. And I look to my left and it's Dolores. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, she I got you Vegas. again. I grabbed Megan's arm and I go, oh my God, let's, <laughs> let's keep walking. Let's keep walking. This is so embarrassing. It's a scene out of a movie. Now, at least it was Dolores and not Frank Sr. Because that would have been even worse. Yeah. <laughs> it was... I mean, if no one had said my name, I wouldn't have thought anything. But I was like, okay. So I've got some bachelor names. <laughs> 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 yes. Nope. Just some real housewives. <laughs> they may have been cheering for you. Those two people <laughs> close to me were. Everybody else was like, move, bitch. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's dive into the panels because what's so great about BravoCon, it is all the installations, it's the activations, it's running into celebs, but it's about the panels and getting this inside scoop that we're not privy to through social media or the press or even through the season because we have a lot of shows that are coming up that are, we're getting a lot right now in Bravo world, but we have a lot, a lot coming up. So... Who saw the first panel of the day? What was it? Was it Vanderpump? Was it Ask Andy? There's a lot that was going on. Ask Andy was first. I saw half of Ask Andy because I sure did fly across the country yesterday and then come in, do a podcast until three in the morning my time. And I need a little rest this morning. But I came in, strolled into Ask Andy. And the thing about Ask Andy, and Rachel's going to be moderating one tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow is that he'll let you ask him anything. He won't always answer, but he will let you ask. Those questions are not getting screened. And it and Jeff Lewis was hosting and it was just messy. They were a mess. And Jeff is so messy. And I would say like the hottest point was someone asked Andy about his dating life. And he was like, listen, I'm on Bumble. I'm on Raya. I'm on Grindr. I'm on all of them. He said Grindr He too. may not have said Grindr. I might be misquoting <laughs> them. 
And I thought as I said it, did he say grinder? I'm not sure. No, the only reason I say that is because we were reading the group chat because Jody was doing a fantastic job of keeping us updated as if we were in the room. And out loud, I read to Megan, I was like, oh, look at this great quote. And Megan said... <laughs> And what about scruff? And what about grinder? That's right. <laughs> those are the secret quiet parts. Those are the secret ones. I bet he's on those too. And so then Jeff Lewis brought up that sometime around gay pride several months ago, there was like a picture of what Jeff Lewis said was um, someone sucking on Andy's nipples at a club. Oh, what? I remember that one. I yeah. Don't. Yeah. Someone took like a Dumois type photo of Andy in a private moment at a gay bar. And, and posted it online. Andy said in a in an all timer quote. First of all, my nipples were not getting sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he really went off in a way that I was like, is he genuinely mad at Jeff? He was like, I will not be shamed for enjoying gay pride and being proud of my body and like like really kind of went off. But you know, Andy, they just went right back to it, no problem. And then someone asked him a fuck kill Mary with John Mayer, Anderson Cooper, and. Uh, and now his Jeff Lewis, and he said he would fuck Jeff Lewis, and he oh. said, "I don't want your pity fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun. I will say for anyone coming to Bravo, oh, there's Brock. <laughs> Brock. But why is he here? Well, let's discuss that. He was on the panel. No, he, and, he, and, he literally apologized no. for him on the panel. I I cannot understand. No, what, what's the dynamic between? In case Sheena this wasn't and clear to the listener, Brock just went by, and now we're talking about it. They were on, and this is the beauty. And this, of, is this, is, this is Bravo. This is Bravo. But that's the beauty of the beauty. I'm about to say it again. No, that was like we were sitting in the audience, and we're like, why is Brock even on the stage? Like, I'm not understanding. He doesn't have that big of a role, but. Somebody said, where was Ariana? Somebody said something. Yeah, how, how does Ariana feel about Brock taking up for... He was on the very end from her. Like, they were so... Like, Sheena was on... They, she wasn't close to Ariana. Really? Well, Sheena she and on, Brock were on the Tom sides of the couches. Let's get into VPR. We're done with Ask Andy, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. I will um, say, I do want to jump to the Ask Andy portion. I do know he was asked about Bethany and the reality reckoning a, a few times. And he was asked a couple times in the press room, too. So he his take on it is, I'm just making content that everyone is happy to enjoy. Look how happy everyone is to be here and to watch this stuff. He is not addressing Bethany personally. He is very much doing somewhat of the I don't know her method and not wanting to give her any further recognition or light or jump on any, allow her to jump on anything that she could then take into another direction. So I thought that was interesting. She's going to love that. Yeah. That's going to yeah. go. She's going to be real chill on TikTok now, I bet. It's going to go really well. I asked him about Ramona and he said, you know, she's not here. He says he does not know anything about the investigation that happened two years ago with Roni. And he did say, I asked directly, that you're concerned about Ultimate Girls Trip Morocco. And he said, tell Rachel it is coming and not to worry. So we will get the Morocco <laughs> Ultimate Girls Trip as well as Roni Legacy Ultimate Girls Trip. But, but Roni Legacy will be first. He didn't quite as confident in Ask Andy. He did say, he was like, listen, we had two Ultimate Girls Trips in the can, so we're doing Leg Roni Legacy first. And then the girl who was asking the question was very intrepid. And she said, so we will see the Morocco Ultimate Girls Trip. And he said, I hope so. 
Oh, well, maybe because that. he knew he was talking directly to Rachel That's through right. me. He was being very definitive with it. <laughs> Love that behind the scenes. Yes, it was great. With Andy. Was, Andy. He, was, he was lovely. Like you, And uh, he was in there forever. He, he hit he every did person. He the entire press line, which I, was so and like, honorable. And there over was, 20 people. Over oh, 20 press. Oh, my God. And some people were asking more questions than they should have. Hmm. He was gracious. He was kind. He was loving. He was everything. And I, That and was I a Bible say, verse. <laughs> Psalms 32 late. Well, Andy Cohen is gracious. Andy Cohen is kind. Andy Cohen does not. Know. That's actually very true. I love that you gave us the insight because a lot of people give Andy sometimes a bad, he gets a bad rap. But when he's here, he is one with the people. You know, I think I told the story last year where he didn't recognize me because I had bangs and he was so nice to me and he had no idea who I was. And then I just dead stared at him like, like a deadpan stare. And he was like, oh, he goes, oh my God, I didn't recognize who you are. But he, I, he goes like, was I nice? And, I was like, yes. and he was nice to a woman with bangs. I was like, you were so nice to me. He was so, and like DM'd me the next day Aww. and apologized. So like he really is. He's, I was like, it's fine. He's very sweet. He really is a the nice people's guy. people's princess. Um, Okay, Vanderpump. You Vanderpump. sat, you were there. This is, I mean, what can you tell us? We don't have a new season yet. Um, there hasn't been surprisingly much surrounding the new season. I feel like when they first started, we did get, you know, oh, they're filming together. Oh, Lala's talking to him. Oh, Sheena's talking to him. There's kind of that. But then complete silence. Don't you guys? Until think that? now, because during this panel, now people are just yelling because they're drinking. <laughs> um, until now, because we found out a lot about the next season during the panel. First, we found out that they finished filming in September. Then we found out the new season comes out in January. Love and it. then they rolled the teaser trailer, which you can find in shaky found footage filming style of Jodie Walker on our Ringer Reality Instagram right now. That shows that, like, I mean, Ariana and Tom are filming together. They're, like, Ariana said in the panel, you know, like, that she's not interacting with him. You know, she's avoiding him. Like, yes, they're both filming. But in the teaser trailer on our Instagram, they're together. They're at the beach. James is drawing a line in the sand between them. They are, she is yelling at him about the house. Like, they're being forced into interaction. I mean, the favorite part of the clip for me was when she threatened him with a lawsuit about their dog, her dog. The dog. I yes. forgot about the dog. Oh, yes. she said, she said, if like, you it's bad my... enough what you did to me, but then you killed, then you killed my dog? She said, you will be hearing from my lawyer. She said, I don't know. Ruin, oh, wait, I just saw it. It was on, it, it's already on social. It's making its rounds. She said, Ruin my, ruin my life, my fucking home, and then attempt to kill my fucking dog. My lawyer will be dealing with you. Mm -hmm. Is that a current dog or Charlotte? I think I, it's a current dog. I didn't want to ask. I think it's a current dog. It gave me chills. Chills. Yeah. That's and I mean, I Ariana is as sweet as she can be, and I saw Katie and Ariana when they were at the something about her booth, which is larger and more functional than the something about her restaurant currently. <laughs> oh, Jody. So sorry. I'm so sorry. It's true. They were in there doing Lay's SpawnCon, just sweet as could be. And I saw Ariana stopped the Lay's 
advert filming she was doing, walked over to someone and gave her a hug and was like, I just had to hug you. I'll go back to this in a second. You know, intrepid journalist that I am, I approach this woman and say, what's going on? Because the woman was weeping, crying. I said, what has made you so emotional? She points down to her stomach. She's pregnant. And she says, if this is a girl, I'm naming her Ariana. And I saw, and she told Ariana that at some point. And then Ariana spotted her. I've just heard that over and over that she's really so nice to like fans and to Bravo people, podcasters, et cetera. She's very kind. Her face when talking about Tom on that panel, stone cold ice. Like she looked so fierce and angry. Um, it's, It's interesting to like watch her kind of go back and forth through those roles. I think the most interesting thing that she said that I am fascinated by is that we mostly know they're both still living in that house. She said right now during Dancing with the Stars, she's living somewhere else because like the schedule is so crazy and she needs to be close to the studio or whatever. They give them the, they give them apartments. Right. So she, thank goodness, is not living in the house right now. But she's kind of said something along the lines of like, we're trying to move ownership over. Well, what were those moving boxes that we saw? It was an ad. It was an ad for... Shut up. For, I, don't, I don't know what company, but it was it was an ad. My yeah. feeling is that she wants the house. She has the money to buy the house. And Let us never don't. forget that he took out a loan on the house, mm-hmm. a home equity loan that he probably can't pay back right now. And I, I assume it's a power struggle. Oh, yeah. That he is doing this as... Oh, he's holding on for as much as he, yeah. as long as he can. He's going to lose, but... And he's wasting and his time. And I don't think it's financial. Like, I think it is power. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe with Everybody Loves Tom that just dropped, there'll be some extra income coming in. I mean, <laughs> I can so imagine right. that the... Yeah, I don't know if you uh, noticed the old sweatshirt oh, booth over oh, there. That was pure sarcasm. Zero line at the Tom Sandoval booth. Walk right up. Everyone's a VIP here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, f- I feel bad for the man sitting behind the having Tom to Sandoval sli- having to sling those who sweatshirts. I was trying He's to talk shit cute. about. He was kind of cute. And I was <laughs> trying to talk shit about him to Devin. Like, oh, Tom hired. And he was looking at me so hard, like dead in the eyes. Like he knew I was trying to talk shit about him. So I couldn't do it. He probably prepped him. He probably went through media training yeah. just to man the booth. Um, what were some other highlights from... Um, Vanderpump like is there anything else to look forward to because I know that obviously what everyone's going to be watching is the fallout the aftermath of between Ariana and Tom will Tom be able to come back into the friend group will he have friendships with the girls you know will there be will the girls feel like they can be friends with Tom because they don't want to jeopardize their friendship with Ariana is Ariana holding that over their head like there's so many questions that I have when it comes to that with if I'm Ariana it's like how do you how do you walk that line? Like, can Ariana say, don't be friends with him because of me? Because, like, listen, we all have those friends, right? Who are like, if I'm not friends with them, you can't be friends with them. I mean, Lala did do that with Randall. And I know Randall's not ingrained in the friend group like Sandoval is, but she did draw that line. And she that's why they had her and Schwartz had the whole falling out at the beginning of the season. I think it's fair. And I, I, in that teaser, we also saw Sheena hug Sandoval. We saw Lala in a paparazzi picture hug Sandoval at the beach. So I'm curious to see how it plays out. And from what you said about Brock earlier, it makes me feel like maybe they aren't. I think Sheena's the the question mark. I think Lala stood up, not exactly stood up for Tom during the panel, but I mean, people were booing him 
every time. It it like it started high, it sort of paved off like maybe they'll stop and then they started again. And cuz he I mean and he wasn't exactly endearing himself to the audience. Like he was not giving was a kind a of performance that yeah, he was just skirting all the questions and saying he doesn't want to look backwards. So like people were booing him and Lala sort of stood up to say like, "Listen, if I was in this position, like I would just be saying fuck you guys." And he wasn't exactly doing that. He was handling it. He wasn't acting particularly angry. Um, but she wasn't fully standing up for him. From the trailer, it seems like Sheena... You, Sheena's weak, you know? She She's weak-willed. Pick off. You start with the weakest. You uh-huh. do. And I will say, if we go through a season where everyone starts to endear themselves to Sandoval, I will be angry. It's the anger that I had for this man because of all of them and their reaction to it. And if they just fall back in line with Sandoval, I will riot. Like, it will make James me is so holding angry. on tight. You know Good, who is, as you should. <laughs> you know who is the one, like, when I saw the setup of the panel and I saw that he was right underneath Lisa, it's like, get off the tip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she is constantly... Oh, Lisa was talking the whole time. Yeah, like, she's constantly taking up for him and, like, coddling him and making sure, you know, that he's okay and taking, like, and he's hiding under her. And I guess I'm just... Did they do press together? No, the Toms did press together okay. and Lisa did press with her dog. Okay. okay. <laughs> we did see Ken. We did see Ken. There were some other... There were. I will say about BravoCon this year, there are a lot less panels. And I think that's good. And I think that like is part of the reason for things just feeling a little more relaxed is everyone's not rushing around so much. Like mm-hmm. you're going to miss something that you really want to see. The photo opportunities are happening more organically than having to like line up at them and miss everything else. So there are less panels. I by choice did not go to the Jersey men's panel. Uh, that was next. Then we went to Summer House. Don't blame me. Yeah. Magic Mike dance? Did they? They did. There well, were because magic they don't Mike can't performers. Do the yes, there were Magic Mike performers oh, here. I had an opportunity to interview them on the press line. I chose respectfully not to. But they did do a Magic Mike um, seminar, test, like something with the Jersey mm. men. Frank mm. Catania was no shirt on, grinding the ground. like Recently a, engaged Frank Catania. Yes. Here, I, I, I just had this thought when you were talking about less panels and, and all of that. Um, I feel like we're getting the Bravo celebrities to come in here because let's be honest, they all love the attention. They love, and like they're separate this year more. I feel like the way the activations are set up in the panels, the photo op is outside. You have to wait in the line. You have to have a wristband to get in there. Like we saw it. Everything is so separate that they're away from the people. And like, they want to be one. They want to hear the cheers and the screams. Like when we saw Dolores, it was like, she came from backstage. She stepped out right here to one of these tables. As Jody already described, we're in a dark, dank corner. They are oil stained. She stepped out right there just to get that kind of attention. So I do feel like that's why we're seeing the celeb Bravo celebrities come out here more. Um, Because they are separate from the Jersey men. I was going to say something about the Jersey men, but I stopped. I will say this, since we're talking about Jersey men, guys, Oh God! Don't Guys, do it! Don't. don't do it! I have to Rachel. get the me- microphone to Megan, who also witnessed this, because I need backup, please. He's fine. I know what's coming. He is fine. Guys, I was backstage talking to several of the housewives. Had a great conversation with Rachel Fuda. Like, so nice, so so nice. Which I mean, I liked her from the show, and I love her, Rachel. We know that. But who did we like more than Rachel Fuda? Her husband, John. Glow up of the century. I've never believed in AI until I saw John. <laughs> I literally said to you, I got to face tune in real life. He, his face was smooth, perfect. Brown? 
No, that guys, is not who we saw. Guys? <laughs> that's not, no, no, that's not who guys, we saw. That's who Google has given to you. But that was, is not who we saw. It was, he He might, like, the, it, what's, what's, what's the word when something, um, when, when uh, like, the TV changes? Like, when it's like, what is that word when it's like, the, the, yeah, the yeah, 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 mm. it's almost like, like glitch. Like oh. He glitched. He glitched. Well, <laughs> he glitched. He glitched good. <laughs> he was so nice. Like the teeth, the the smooth. I was like, this is a handsome fella. He was. He was very handsome. I do handsome. like a bald man. But like, every, like there wasn't a pore. There Not wasn't a pore a to be bump. seen. Nothing. There wasn't. I mean, truly. And I just, and I looked at Megan like, did you see what I see? And she said, yeah, bitch, I did. And I will tell you visible pores. Teresa and Louis walked Ooh. in. Ooh. Do you want to talk about vis- visible force? And her beanstalk of a security guard. Let me just tell you, this man was 17 feet tall. <laughs> I wish I was joking. He <laughs> ducked. I He ducked She's to get into the door. I was like, sir, you are taller than the pipe and drape. Her, two I'm not Teresa. kidding. You'll see him. Nobody and I was else like, has private you security. You have a security guard. Ma'am, what is Louis for? Unless the security guard is for Louis, which you also know, would which track. Which makes sense, right? Totally oh tracks. No, God. she's not lying. The security guard, it was it was like, whoa, who is this man? Where did he come from? And, and like... You know, sir, you're at the wrong convention. This is... Um, he. It just, it was, it was a lot. But a lot of the women were backstage. We saw up close, Gina, Emily, Heather, Terry, uh, Dolores. We did not talk to everybody. Uh, I did not even know who Taylor was. It took me a second. I was like, that, yeah, yeah, I was like, that woman is somebody, but I don't know which house. Why she has no Taylor. idea. It was Taylor. Teresa came in right, right before the photo op star. So you can tell she's getting Queen B, Regina well, you know, George last year, treatment. Teresa screamed when she saw me because she thought I was Rihanna. Well, she was like, no, she's a fan of me. She's a fan. I thought it was Rihanna. She's a fan. I'm like, well, she's a fan of me. Well, man, well, Rachel, those, bang, those bangs were really, really, <laughs> really getting you through last year. Because this time she walked right past me. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Let's move on to Summer House. Summer House, Summer House, Summer House is not giving. Not giving. I mean, I've never seen more people walk out. <gasps> people are walking out. It was also just, I, I don't want to like do too much shit talking because like we'll save it. But just like the whole way it was run, it just didn't flow well. I felt like, you know how like as a moderator, you have to control the conversation. And there's so, and this is what's difficult. Is it like moderating is a difficult job. Like anybody listening who wants to host or moderate or whatever it may be, it really is hard to take control when you're sitting on a panel with limited time and you have eight people and you're trying to give everybody a question when you know people only care to hear from two to three. Right. Yeah. And That's there's a tough. huge issue that you're only allowed to talk about in a certain way for yes. a certain amount of time. Yes. As with Summer like, House. Before y'all get on to me about the questions that I'm asking, all my questions have to be approved. It's like, it's above me, guys. It's above me. So, but not for the audience, which we we live for their questions because they're lit. Oh, the audience is so messy. They are ripe, ready, ready. And mean. And mean. <laughs> and mean. Um, but yeah, it just, there was a lot of talking about the bed, 
and how they all like a man and yeah. and like apparently the the Brian who was the moderator coined the term he called them bed sores which I thought was the hilarious bed yes. sisters. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious so he called them bed sore sisters that was funny but like they talked for five minutes about the bed then he asked Gabby a question about oh are you dating somebody with don't care with you know, she's big on signs, astrological oh, signs. Yeah. And she was like, no, I cancer still don't men. like cancers. And they talked for five minutes about cancers. And it was like, wait, why not a cancer? Oh, wait, Bahama man's a cancer because Danielle made out with the guy in the Bahamas when she was on Lindsay's Bachelorette. And it's like, we don't care. Yeah, I don't think the cameras were up. They weren't. They, they were, were not I mean, the Bachelorette party. I still would have liked care. more questions about the Bachelorette party and not necessarily like instant, but like stuff that kind of like what motivated the trip? Like, why did you decide to keep the trip? Like, what are you doing on your planned wedding date? Are you going to Mexico? Like, what, yeah, how there are were, you going? There were questions to be asked that were not necessarily about Carl and how cameras went back up and what we're probably not allowed to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the the bottom line on Summer House is that Carl just broke off his mayor wedding with Lindsay. And, you know, the moderator asked about it at the beginning that kind of seemed like what he was allowed to do. Lindsay gave her part, which is that, she, you know, she's sad. She's not doing well. People were very supportive of Lindsay, like huge yeah. cheers. And that made her emotional. They were, people were surprisingly though, not unsupportive of Carl. Like it was not a, it's Tom's a sobriety. Thing. Yeah. I, like, I, it I was, do think he, his recovered fuckboy phase has won people over. Well, and it's because remember the narrative last season was like, is Carl going to be able to last in a relationship with Lindsay? Because when they when they started getting serious and even into engagement, she wasn't drinking. They were sober together. And when she started drinking, she was activated, to use her words. And so I'm not giving him a pass for the way that he did it. And we'll see that play out because they didn't talk too much about it on the panel. But I'm just saying, I think that is why there's some grace given to him because people already were like, can this work? Mm with her drinking the way that she does and the way she acts and he's sober, will it trigger him? So I'm sure we'll see all that play out. I do know, you know, inside information, which you get when you're here at BravoCon, you never know who you're sitting Whispers next to. Whispers in the walls. Is that they weren't allowed to ask a lot about Lindsay and Carl because that is the season. Yeah. So there's nothing else happening because what seemed like it was going to be a teaser trailer like on Vanderpump, which really? the Vanderpump trailer was gave us chills the scene from summer house is like a weird party about alien it was just it a was scene. just a scene and they it did, was they not did that funny. last year at it was, not it was like their slumber party scene and it wasn't funny even last season sucked too i think i spoke to carl and amanda on the press line and i asked them because i assumed or not carl kyle and amanda i assume kyle might have had some insight about the breakup prior to like maybe a heads up this is happening and he said that they found out the same time everyone else did with that blind item from Demoa, and that no one really got time to register it. They didn't know. They assumed someone from production sent that in. They have no idea how that got out. But yeah, I I don't. And and he also Lindsay was not very kind to him in that Us Weekly uh, article that he, she she to did. Kyle to Kyle. Yeah, she she said that she felt like Kyle was essentially in his ear all summer, convincing Carl to kind of not go through with the That's the very marriage. on brand for Lindsay. Like, yes. <laughs> Carl made this decision himself. Kyle kind of said that. She was like, I, he said, it was kind of convenient that she did press right before we were all scheduled to do press. So it, it you know, but it, it I, I feel for her that 
the scene you were talking or the moment you were talking about gave me chills when she was about to cry. Like I kind of got a little misty eyed as well. The other biggest moment I would say is, well, um, Oh man, I just forgot his name. The Italian man. Oh, Andrea. Andrea announced that he is engaged. Like, the, Lexi. They, they asked how he how Lexi was doing, how things were going. He said, Well, should I say it? We're engaged. Love it was very cute. I love that Andrea just continues to be on the panels. He he hasn't been on Summer House in like no. three years. He's just a beloved man, handsome, smells good. Put what more back. could you want? I want him again. Yeah, bring no, him he's back. Engaged now oh, with Lexi. That was There's another no. that was another big I'll circle back to that. But so Andrea announces he's engaged. They're sort of talking about the wedding planning. And while they're talking about it, uh, Lindsay just sort of cuts in and says, I'll just make sure you don't cancel it. Lindsay had a couple of like zingers that were were really good. I have to say, too, what's what's interesting about watching a panel is that you realize who's the star and who really could go. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, who's like Chris. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Chris doing up there. Yeah. He was there and it was like, whoa, where did you come from? Sam, Gabby, even Maya. I like Sam. I, it's not that a dislike. It's just that no, they but didn't like I, I think I think Sam could anything. be future of Summer House. She's huge. Oh her my annoying. god! Did I'm you guys sorry. see Corey? She's Kiefer's definitely outfit? annoying. What Corey Kiefer? Her boyfriend? I did see Corey Kiefer, but I know you did. Uh, Corey Kiefer chose to wear a pastel pink suit about the color of yours, high waisted pants. You see, like uh, Ezekiel Elliott style uh, abs exposure crop top suit with a pearl button um little thingy right here he was tanned a little that bit that man orange. is from charlotte he had white shoes what, what large is he feet. doing like okay. he, he so he a was, 2023 dumb and dumber outfit yes, is what you're saying yes a version of that it's quite like, fashion forward it's just like, for and i'm speaking as a north carolinian I, myself and he was very friendly hugged me out of nowhere of course, i was oh, like of course he was he's probably manning multiple boots around here that man wants to be seen nobody cares like i'm always baffled every single time he pops up on winter house or whatever and they're like oh Corey's the hot one and i'm like are we looking at the same Corey? oh no I don't who get it who's giselle seeing right now from summer house jason, jason. saw him very good looking he's he looks, so hot he looks good looking he was very he was skinny handsome. for me but he looks good looking um, he's, ooh, he's, he's i mean compared to your husband sure but he was very <laughs> he, he looks good <laughs> but he, he, looks, no, he good. looks he looks cute he was, and he can cook and he's nice yes yes he gave all of that yeah i but Corey is like the desperation and sam gives me that like she's desperate oh, to yeah. Yeah, i know, she, I know she's, she's annoying because she said didn't she make a spit in my mouth yes they, he was like well they were like well so how are things going with Corey? you guys still together and she's like he just spit an espresso martini in my mouth five minutes ago i'll put it that way put it that put it what way i have never heard anyone say anything like that in my life it's pick me it. language she's a pick me girl like it's just it's just she glare. wants us it's to too, pick her okay I it's turn. too much it's it. too much so the but last thing i'll say about summer house is that they were asked unless you have anything else to add they were asked who they would bring back yes and the person asking in the audience said i know it's not hannah sorry Paige. da 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 so like she brought up hannah and then kyle and amanda were like no at this point we would bring hannah back and everyone said it that they'd bring hannah back i don't want hannah back okay. i desperately want hannah burner back no! i have seen some hannah tiktoks that have made me laugh she's y'all I, like, I don't know why i just can't get on board I with hannah i really like her i wish she was doing what is it? Hannah on the street? Woman on yeah, the street? Yeah, those she, are she funny. Does that. Yeah. I, but I wish she was doing it here. Oh. Uh, she's, she I yeah. really like her. She and Paige have a very successful podcast. 
Um, I like that she's still cool with the majority of the the cast, and she had her blowout. But like, I think that yeah, I mean, she, she was genu- genuinely tough to watch. Like, I, think I do I'm think still how she stuck acted. in that mindset yeah. of like when she that COVID season, which was hard for everybody. Um, something was going on. I can't get over. I don't know. Like, I haven't seen her past that, and I'll see. I'll see her TikToks, and I'll choose to like swipe past it. I'll choose to swipe past the Giggly Squad because I am stubborn and I did not like her that season. So I don't know. Maybe I will have a change of heart. You I guys. love her. I really do. Um, okay. The only thing else I will add to Southern Charm before we... Southern Charm. See? I'm ready to move on. The only thing else I'll add to Summer House before we just kind of give like our final thoughts, other things that we may have seen as we wrap up because guys, we're going to be here all week. This is just just the beginning. One. It's day all happening. damn one. Um... I thought I, for all those Southern Charm, this is why I guess I was going to say this because it bleeds into it. The Southern Charm lovers, we know that Paige obviously is now floating back and forth between Summer House and Southern Charm. Um, she is very adamant about the fact she has no plans to move to, to, Charleston. Southern Charm to Charleston. She likes having two homes. She says the flight is only one hour. That don't Does think that's true. Does that add up to me? No. But she loves the back and forth. That's the life that she's living. And she says, until they have kids. So not engagement, not marriage, kids are what would make her actually make a move. Um, But I love that someone asked her, who does she hang with in Southern Charm? Like, who is she cool with? If you're watching Southern Charm right now, you know that she clearly likes Madison, but she said she likes Vanita, Madison, and Olivia. And I like that girl group I like that girl group too. And I found that was really interesting just if you're currently watching Southern Charm. If Paige comes and she's a part of the show and she's with that girl group, the things, oh, the things that they can do. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I agree. So Vanita and Olivia did press together on the press line and I didn't get to ask them about their friendship because the first season that they were on together, they did not oh, get so together. Oh, so Olivia well. was not with Taylor. Olivia was not with Taylor. Taylor was uh. with Leva and Vanita and uh, Vanita and um, and uh, Olivia did press together. I asked how where the relationship with Taylor and Olivia stands Vanita said they're sitting. And so it's not really going anywhere. Olivia says she's seeing a lot of things looking back. I'm not going to regurgitate everything she said because we are going to do a special podcast where we put all these interviews together. But um, yeah, and to your point about Paige as well, I asked Craig about that because Paige had said that on a podcast recently. And he seems okay with it. However... Gotta accept it. He has to accept it, but I really do think it's eating him up inside. Like, I, I don't by his acceptance of it. No, he's not okay with it. He's just tolerating it. Yeah, he's going along. Um, Okay, guys, I feel like we gave you a lot of information, a lot of inside scoop, a lot of BTS as that's what... I mean, we're here to enjoy ourselves, but we're also here for you guys. We're here... I am here to take three shots of Mezcal oh, well, and get the news back to you. We are literally Jody's going for another reason, but we, and we are podcasting so in the darkest part the of the Caesars Forum. It's just the first day. So They're about to kick us out of here, too. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's like, empty. It's real 30 empty. minutes. This thing is done. But guys, tune in tomorrow. We will be bringing you everything that we can from BravoCon. And yeah, enjoy. See you guys tomorrow. Follow us on Ringer Reality, also on Instagram. Woo. Bye. Bye. 